Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast, Tap Into It, brought to you by the Algorithm People, specialists in optimization and decarbonisation technology for the transport, fleet and logistics sector. So we've done it. We are here with episode one. We've taken the plunge and we have now launched. Thank you so much for being here. If you missed the trailer or stumbled across us through social media and the like, then let me just take a moment to recap on the purpose of this podcast series. As MD of The Algorithm People, I've been on a mission for over 20 odd years to improve access to and utilisation of technology in the transport fleet and logistics industry. Technology within the industry has more often than not been overcomplicated, overpriced and often thought of as out of reach for the regular fleet operator. And if I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times that it's just something used by the big boys. But not anymore. The landscape is changing and it's changing very quickly. So it's time to get you up to speed so you can confidently embrace the tools that will enable fleets now and in the future to operate efficiently and effectively whilst looking after the bottom line and also looking after the planet. In this series of bite-sized podcasts, we've been lucky enough to gain access all areas passes to industry experts, business leaders, and the engineers of some of these exceptional technologies. And we can't wait to share this with you. But let's not forget, the most important element of the series is you. We want to hear from you with your questions, your ideas, your general musings within the sector. You've got our ear, so please take the opportunity and get in touch so we can answer your questions or get to the bottom of your queries. Contact details will be given at the end of the episode. So with all this in mind, where on earth should we start? Well, I was thinking, how about the fundamental question, what is route optimization and how is it going to help my business? So I made the trip down to our office in Newcastle to have a catch up with the Algorithm People's Head of Research and Development, Dr. Ross Conroy, to ask this very question. So we're here at our office in Newcastle on what's turned out to be another glorious day. The sun is shining and uh, we're ready to chat with uh, Dr. Ross Conroy. Ross, hello. Hello. Hello, hi. So Dr. Ross, that's the last time I'm going to use it by the way, heads up the Algorithm People's Research and Development Department. And while there's no lab course in sight, Ross is no stranger to the exciting world of algorithms and is also an expert in the field of artificial intelligence. More on that later. Ross, it's great to see you and thanks for taking the time to come out and, and chat with us today. So before we start and get into the intricacies of optimization, a little birdie tells me that your interest in computers, coding and sort of tech stuff started at quite an early age. And um, it's thanks to a vending machine and a can of Coca-Cola that you're here today. Yeah, so a bit of a, a long story was, uh, yeah, when I was in my youth, as we'll say, uh, discovered early on that many things like vending machines will have their documentation is freely available online. Uh, so it didn't take me long to figure out that uh, you could take that documentation and get into the service menu of the vending machine and do what you want with it and I will let you choose that information what you do with it. <laughs> Was it free Kit Kats all round then? I can't confirm that one. <laughs> <Not> deny <tonight. laughs> 
Anyway, less of the chit-chat. So Ross is here to help us um, sort of set the foundations around, around route optimization, what its role is in the, the technology and sort of the fleet and logistics industry. Um, so I've got a number of questions here from listeners, and if you're ready, should yeah. we crack on? Yeah? Yeah. So let's start then. Um, so what is route optimization in the context of the fleet and logistics sector? So for this, route optimization is the process of trying to create the best combination of delivery, pickup, servicing routes across multiple vehicles, taking into account many factors such as time windows, vehicle capacities, even legal driving limits, mm-hmm. uh, availability of drivers, so much more. Uh, not only is op- route optimization trying to find the best route within these limits, it's also trying to find the most optimal way of doing so. And mm-hmm. again, optimal can look very different for different people. For some, it may be the lowest cost, they just care about the bottom dollar. For others, it may be lowest number of vehicles on the road. And for others, they may be caring more about their emissions and mm-hmm. trying to get the CO2 emissions as low as possible. We often hear about route scheduling, and then we often hear about route sequencing. Lots of people maybe think they've got route optimization in place, but it's either one or the other. Are they the same? What's the difference? So they're not the same thing entirely, but it's more like uh, route scheduling is part of route optimization. So route scheduling is more taking a list of deliveries, pickups, whatever, into a logical order that makes sense. It could be the shortest, cheapest, whatever, but that's for a, a single vehicle. So I like to think of it as route scheduling is more just taking into account a single vehicle. Route optimization is taking into account more your fleet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so optimization can more be thought of trying to find the best combination of these schedules. So would it be fair to say then that um, in terms of um, optimization, it's looking holistically at the picture rather than sort of a certain elements? Would that be a fair thing to say? Yes, it's more like you're looking at the big picture rather than whereas route scheduling is more looking at individual vehicles. Thereby getting benefits in various areas of of your operation. Yeah, so route optimization takes into account could a different vehicle do this more optimally than the one it's already assigned to, that sort of area. So even companies who are maybe looking at um, using route optimization for day-to-day things or they could use it for modelling data, for example, if they wanted to sort of get new vehicles into a fleet or new types of vehicles, whether it's electric, they could optimise what they've got first, would that be fair to say? Yeah, that's very fair to say, yeah. Great. So it's quite a useful tool then? Very useful. (laughs) Excellent. So you're no stranger to this, but our CEO is forever expressing that the question is no longer whether operators can afford optimization, because it sounds like it could be quite expensive. It's whether you can afford not to be without it. Um, His view of the future is is that all fleets um, and managers of fleets should have optimization as part of their go-to toolkits. Would you agree with that? Do you think it's got those kind of valuable benefits that, that could be so valuable to a company? Uh, yes, I very much agree with that because we've seen time and time again with customers' data where we're making huge savings, especially when you're going from, say, someone doing it by hand with mm-hmm. an Excel spreadsheet up to optimization. And it's also a case of if you're not doing it, your competitors are doing it, so they're going to undercut you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I would, I would imagine as well that by having those kind of tools, you're kind of one step ahead of, 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 of people, of, of competitors, of the marketplace, because you can make decisions based on actual evidence. I would, I would imagine that gives you the... the yes, yeah, very much, yeah. So as, as well as, as, as the um, proactiveness of optimization and the, obviously the other outputs, the cost reduction, the, um, the ability to model fleets, so much stuff that you've gone through there, 
this, this kind of technology, I'd imagine, can help with a company's decarbonisation journey. Um, would, would that be fair? With what kind, how could you use it to, to decarbonise your fleet? Yeah, so I see it as sort of two key ways that this can help decarbonise your fleet. The key obvious one is less fuel. You know, you're using yeah. less diesel, less CO2, less emissions, the better. But this also, t- uh, optimization can help bring in EVs into your fleet, which again, taking less diesel vehicles off the road because optimization can take into account all those little nuances of EVs, like your limited range, uh, charge times, mm-hmm. are the best times of day to charge, all that mm-hmm. sort of thing, and availability of chargers and many more. EVs have their own can of worms. Yeah, that <laughs> as well. That's fantastic. I, I understand that um, even the technology can help in terms of modelling where you can even put your charge ports for your vehicles or where the, the, the whole picture can be gone through this tool. Yeah, so you can do things like modelling, like trying to look at where your vehicle's spending most of their time. So you might mm-hmm. want to put your charge posts in such a way that they, they're not too far away from a charger so they yeah. can come back. And Gosh, it just gets more and more interesting as we go along. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, I think the, the, the key thing that I wanted to talk about, sort of touching on, which we have touched on before, is cost reduction. Clearly, the environment at the moment is, is very uh, yeah, doom and gloom, should we say, insofar as <laughs> the cost of fuel, um, the driver shortages, um, and goodness knows what else is on the horizon. So um, without sounding too sort of twee about it, Optimization really does play a role in this, doesn't it? Could yeah, a big yeah. role, uh, especially when you're taking into account things like the less drivers means less vehicles, so you need to do more with less. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fantastic. And, and again, without sounding sort of twee about it in terms of the, 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 sort of the, the commercial model, if you like, for the optimization tool that we've got, it's, it's self-funding. So I think it's, it's, really, it's a really useful tool for sure, definitely. So I, I know... One of the areas in this podcast is we really want to sort of explore the role of technology in the fleet industry of the future. Um, and I understand you're a bit of an expert in artificial intelligence. Um, so um, my question to you is, how on earth can AI play a role in, in the transport world? I mean, is, is the transport manager going to be replaced by a robot? So do we have to, do we have to put people on notice? <laughs> well, what, what's the deal? Can you explain it to us? Yes, yeah, so you won't be replaced by robots. Thank so. you. That's the right answer. <laughs> So this is one of the scary things with AI that comes up. People think it's going to replace us and all this. Uh, problem with the, well, not the problem. The great thing with AI is it's really good at doing the things that humans find difficult. So mm-hmm. you know things like trying to find the optimal way of doing something or trying to find the best combination of things. Computers are really good at that sort of task. They can try many things many times per second, more so than a human can. Mm-hmm. Where the human still comes in the loop is they still you're still going to need a human to say, well that route is not very good because of this and there's also going to be factors outside, you know, the world's not a perfect model that we can mm. stick to exactly, which takes it outside of where AI <clears throat> is perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to be very much a tool that's used by the transport manager but not replacing them. Fantastic. That's that's very good to know. So this whole sort of um, that I hear quite a lot is this machine learning um, that, that's the whole sort of informing learning just keeping things going and improving the intelligence would that be fair to say? So, yeah so yeah. machine learning is a small subset of artificial yeah. intelligence uh, this is be, you know from a lot of vehicles we're generating tons of data from telematics uh, the actual routes and then you look at things like map data you know you can see how busy roads were at certain times machine learning has taken that all together and try to plan around mm-hmm. all those factors and take yeah. them into account. That's really interesting that you mentioned that because quite a lot of the time is 
objections, if you like, to this kind of technologies. How, how on earth is the is, is the is the solution going to know what the roads the roads like? How, how am I going to replan things? So this whole idea of collecting the data and creating a brain, if you like, yeah. is going to inform that in the future. Yeah. yeah. So you'll take machine learning and mm-hmm. inform that sort of process. So you're basically building a brain then. Uh, not quite that far. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think what you were saying there—it's fair to say—it would never be um, in isolation that you'd be using the technology. It always yeah. has to have the human touch. Yeah, you're going to have that yeah. human in the loop, whether it's drivers on the ground saying, "Well, I can't take this route because it's closed," yeah. or whether it's managers in the office saying, "Well, this route we can't do because it doesn't take into account this," or it could be any variety of reasons. But yeah, you're always going to need that human in the loop to make yeah. those human decisions. <laughs> that, that, but that's really important to, to know, isn't it? Because again, quite a lot of the um, of the angst around embracing new technologies is you think you're going to be isolating positions within, within companies or people are going to be losing out on jobs, but it's far from it. It's enhancing it. It's freeing yeah. up people. It's uh, it's, it's a whole, whole load of uh, great information that's been gathered by both the human and through the computer. Well, I think that's probably enough for my brain to take in. So I think, yeah, thank you very much for, no for coming along and explaining what optimization is because it's fundamental to the series as, as we go on. Um, let's not make an assumption that everybody knows what it is. I think that's fair enough. Um, it's certainly an exciting time to be involved in the industry. I think you're quite excited by what, what you may offer with your technologies. Would that yeah, be fair? Very yeah, fair, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, well, I'll let you leave us in peace then and go and get a coffee and uh, yeah. we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks Talk very much, Ross. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Hopefully this has explained what is root optimization, and it has given you an understanding of how this technology is used within fleets to improve productivity, run a more efficient fleet, reduce costs and reduce miles travelled, but also how optimization enables you to model your fleet of the future and take into account planning for electric and alternative fuel vehicles and so much more. For more information on this topic, please visit our website at www.thealgorithmpeople.co.uk Or if you would like to get in touch with any questions on this or any other topic within this sector, please email us on questions at thealgorithmpeople.co.uk You can also direct message us on one of our social media platforms, including LinkedIn or Twitter. We very much look forward to hearing from you. So we hope that you've enjoyed our first episode. Please be kind, we're still getting to grips with this. On our next episode, we will be talking urban deliveries and mobile hubs and how an algorithm and autonomous vehicles can help you with this. Bye for now.